Um, let's just say hello and welcome to the Talk Anything podcast with me, Sangrai Tramba. Today I'll be joined by Lewis Lewandowski and Diesel Binding. Diesel will be on in the second half of the programme, but for the first half of it, I'm with the legendary Lewis Lewandowski. Hello, yeah. everyone. Hello, Lewis. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. You, Sangro? Yeah. I'm looking forward to the start of the new EFL season. Let's just say that. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. I want to see how Sheffield United cope against Birmingham tonight. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, I've just... Yesterday, I um, just completed filming three travel vlogs. Oh, yeah. So when are they coming up? Um, it will be part of season five, so probably not until at least the end of the month, but probably in September. Sounds good. Where are you heading? Uh, I can tell the viewers now, but I'll tell you right now that I will be heading to Watford, yep. um, Amersham, yep. uh, back to London, nice. and yeah, and Rickmansworth as well. Sounds good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I mean, you, people are wondering why I haven't uploaded for three and a half weeks. Is because I've literally been, had such a tight schedule. I've literally been so busy. Okay. And I'm going to upload one on, I would have uploaded, by the time this episode comes out, I'll have uploaded what I want to be the final episode of Series 4. That sounds good. Definitely so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I what- can't wait. So what are your predictions on the 2021-2022 season? On the Premier League? Yeah, Premier League. Ah, I feel like my team could win the title this time, couldn't we? Man United. But um, I think we're, we'll win. The, we're going to we're gonna either be first or second. Mm, debatable. Uh, debatable. Yeah, I mean... Since, since Man City have signed Jack Grealish, then they're going to be a hard side. Yeah, but it's not like it's that they don't have a striker. They could have spent that hundred million pounds on a striker, not not another winger, because that means they're gonna have to. They're going to have to sell. They're going to have to sell players. They're in talks with Harry Kane, apparently. Yeah, but to be honest with you, let's be honest, right? As United and Liverpool fans, Man City have oil are only up there because they have oil money. Exactly. It's not a real football club. No wonder why it's broken financial yeah. Since Pep Guardiola has joined Man City, his aim was to win a Champions League since 2016 and he still hasn't won one. No. No, it's surprising because he never loses. I've seen him in many finals of Barcelona and all that. He's never lost one until exactly. until May. Mm. He spent so much money on the club as well. Hundreds of millions to not even win mm. a Champions League. Exactly. And you know what? It reminds me of like Lille and stuff. How Lille won the league one league title yeah. and fought P- most to fight a, a PSG challenge off. Yeah. And like Lille don't have as much money as Paris Saint Germain, obviously, because just like the City, they have oil money. But it just shows that you don't need billions and billions to be challenged for challenging for league titles. Yeah, as right as well. Yeah, but some of those Lille players have obviously now been sold. Mm. A couple of them. Yeah, Lil was a good um Lil was a good side last season, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't wait to see him in the Champions League this year. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, because honestly, it's, 
honestly, it's nice not to have PSG winning the title because honestly, since that takeover, it's just been a one-team league, pretty yeah. much. Exactly. Yeah. Like with um back in like the early two thousands when um Real Madrid and Barcelona were just carried the La Liga. Yeah. I mean, Atletico Madrid have improved. Atletico Madrid weren't the team we knew like 10, 11 years ago. It wasn't It wasn't really like that. But yeah. um, over time, after they won that Europa League in 2010, that, that set the tone for them being a very, very strong team. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why they're good. And since um, they signed Luis Suarez... They've, yeah, that um they've played very well to be honest. Yeah, they won obviously last year's La Liga title for their first one since. Uh, they won it on the final day in twenty thirteen fourteen. It was oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to the Premier League next week. Yeah, so what are the opening games in the Premier League? Brentford against Arsenal, Man United against my team, Man United against Leeds. Um, what else? What else is there? Uh, there's Leicester Wolves, of course. There's Chelsea Palace, Watford against Villa, Everton versus Southampton, Burnley and Brighton, Norwich against Liverpool. Oh my God, that thrill is always going to be that game's always a thriller. Mm. Then there's Newcastle West Ham. West Ham have not had a good, good recent record against Newcastle. That's for sure. And Tottenham against Manchester City to round it all off. Yeah, I thought that was a um, good start, to be honest. That Leeds-Man United game is going to be interesting. Leeds had a good start in the league last season. Mm. Yeah, but you see what you saw what happened to Sheffield United. They finished ninth and then what happened the following season, they were relegated. Yeah. It's called second season syndrome. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's that, that's what they actually call it. If the if a team has a strong finish, if a team has finishes with in like a strong position when after they've been promoted in the first season, um, and then they go on to be relegated, is second season syndrome. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. But Leeds, I think Leeds are here to stay for some time now. Mm. I don't, I don't see them going through what Sheffield United went through last year, not winning any of their seven, first 17 games. <laughs> Who's that in the background? <laughs> Sorry, Sangaro. Yeah, I was just thinking, who was that in the background for? Yeah, that that sorry. Yeah, I, I thought that was Michael in the background. I was, thought it was Michael for a second. So, what are you? What are your thoughts on uh, Messi becoming a free agent? Yeah, I'm a bit surprised he decided to leave, but maybe he should have just taken a pay cut. Mm. He could have just sorted everything out. Yeah. Quite sad seeing Messi leaving because I thought he would be there till the um, end of his career. Yeah, honestly, there are loads of one club men out there. Well, not as many as there used to be, but 
Nah, he's a Barcelona legend in his own right. He's mm. done brilliant things. Yeah. Mm. Many Ballon d'Or, many Champions League for, um, wins. Yeah. Even league wins. Exactly so. Yeah. I mean, La Liga, you know what? It's amazing. I've only ever seen Real Madrid, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid win that title. Yeah. I've never seen I've never seen teams like Villarreal, Sevilla in that challenge. Mm. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Seeing yeah. that leave. I'm looking forward to seeing the Bundesliga next week. That'll be an, an interesting one. I hope some I bet somebody will try and take Bayern Munich off of their yeah. off the throne. Hopefully Leipzig can perform like they did last season. That was that was very good from them. Mm. Yeah. But tomorrow, I'm looking most looking forward to seeing. Um, so not tomorrow, after. Um, yeah, yeah, oh yes, yes, tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing thing up against um, Coventry up against what do you call it? Um, Forest. That would be a good game. Yeah, sounds like a good game. And Fulham against Barrow will be a very good yeah. one. I mean, mm. that's very tough. But you must have heard this, but Rangers have um Rangers have uh, lost their unbeaten run now. I haven't heard that to be honest. What happened? They were beaten by um by Dundee United. Wow. Yeah. After forty games, Stephen Gerrard's team's finally finally become unstuck, should we say. Mm. What was the score on that game? It was only 1 0. Jeez. And it was like they scored in like Dundee United scored in like the 67th minute, I think it was. Mm. And they managed to hold on. Yeah. For a, what I thought was a well deserved victory. Yeah, I didn't watch the game, so I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, no one really watches Scottish football, so yeah. I do. It's understandable. Mm. But I'm excited to see how Jane Sancho and the United signings play out in the Premier League. Oh, I think it's going to be a lot stronger. Mm. I think if we get Rafael Varane as well, yeah, I think we're going to bridge. We can start to bridge the gap between us and Manchester City. Yeah, I think in the next few seasons, Man United gonna start like conquering yeah we had 21 years of dominance in the Premier League mm. but the, but I, I'd say I say Manchester City have had the decade of dominance it's been their decade of dominance they've bought every single trophy exactly. it's all because of the money I know Luke Kirkland I know Luke Kirkland will be listening to this and be like and deny it but <laughs> they've bought yeah. all their They've bought all their um. They've bought all their trophies. They've bought all their. They've bought their five Premier League titles. They've bought their six League Cups. They've brought their two FA Cups. They've brought their um. I don't know how many Community Shields they've won in that time, but yeah, nobody really cares about the Community Shields anyway. It's a bit. It's just a boring. Yeah. It doesn't like it's only like a, a curtain raiser. It's not like yeah. It's not like that good. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm to be honest with you. Yeah. But they've bought they bought their they bought their um well, they bought three of their six community shields, let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. 
they've spent so much money on the um, team. So mm. much money. Yeah, I mean, we haven't we haven't really spent. We we did spend a lot this year, of course. But I mean, if you get if you're paying a hundred million pounds for Jack Grealish, I think. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit too much. And they were also um, had a. They were also willing to pay 160 million for Harry Kane. Yeah, but I think I think they will be breaking financial fair play rules if they did that. Mm. Hopefully they, hopefully they, hopefully I hope the club go bankrupt. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I feel yeah. like in the next few seasons they're gonna have less money to play with, and they're just gonna start dropping. It's just like Arsenal, isn't it? Arsenal were like Arsenal were always in the top four and then eventually eventually they they weren't in the argument anymore. Yeah. In the next few seasons I feel like Kevin De Bruyne's gonna drop off. He's getting to those ages now. He's what, twenty nine now? Yeah. Yeah. And he's injured anyway, he won't be able to play today. Mm. But um Sorry, he's thirty now, but um, yeah, I mean, Manchester City, I mean, is a very, it's a big club, of course, but mm. they used to, when they take over initially. How how do I say this? After they had the takeover, they actually spent more money than we did. They actually got the. That she got higher record signings than us before we did, you know, in 2014, I yeah. think it was, when we, we had that crappy David Moyes, um, which I, it's a season that I never even want to look look back at. Yeah. Um, he spent like, what, four, um, £37 million. Pounds. That was our club record fee back then. And then obviously when Van Gaal came in, we, had, we got Di Maria. Mm-hmm. And stuff, but that didn't really last, did it? <laughs> yeah. When it lasted the year, and then he was back out again. Mm. Didn't really work out in the end. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to film the next few travel vlogs. I don't know when that will be, but hopefully soon. Mm. Hopefully soon. Where do you think I should go next? Mm, I think you start going up north a bit more. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think you should do a. You think you should try and do a Manchester travel vlog? That'd be cool. Oh, I'd love to do one of those. A Manchester travel vlog would be good. Yeah. Be nice. I mean, I mean, why not? Yeah, and you should put it into like different parts of like, um, like I would say like split into like two or three travel vlogs. Yeah, I mean, with the vlogs, I've got to admit it that. We're doing well. We're making progress. Yeah. I've made pro. I've in the last year. I've made a lot of progress. After we emerged from that first lockdown, I've I made a lot of progress. Honestly, yeah, you are going into your, going almost into your fifth season of troll vlogs, going well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sixty what five? Ep- I think I've done six. I've recorded sixty-seven episodes now. Jeez. And it's it's been a busy it's been a busy it's been a bumpy ride as well. Yeah. But I mean, 
vlogging vlogging from um Amersham to Watford yesterday was absolute fun. I mean we were on the noisy train yesterday, of course. And we were on the uh we were on we I was on the um Metropolitan Line on the London Underground yesterday and oh my god, it was honestly really fun, you know. I did I ended up doing twenty five thousand steps yesterday. It's the highest. Jeez. Honestly, I was walking. I was walking across Watford. I was walking across Rickmansworth. I was walking. I was walking around Central London yesterday. It was absolutely mad. Yeah. Honestly, I wish you'd. We should all. You should all like come with me like once and do a travel vlog with me. And see how I actually do it. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. We we should like sort it out in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, that'd be quite cool. Yeah, but it's um. I've just spent my pocket money. <laughs> Literally, I was in Watford. I was I was in Watford yesterday, and I got like this free Lego key ring because uh, <laughs> I signed up. I signed up for the Lego VIP membership just to get a free key ring. <laughs> but no, nah, I, I actually genuinely have a, an interest in Lego. I still do. I yeah, want to buy more. Yeah, you should do. Um, you should buy the Millennium Falcon Lego set and do like mm. a building video, because that's yeah. like one of the biggest Lego sets. But what I normally do, I just, I just normally buy a huge. One in the past, I bought like a huge box of Lego, and then I've like built. I build like stadiums and I build like shopping centers with it. Honestly, it's quite fun though. I can't lie. Oh yeah, there's a Man United Lego set like of the uh, Man United Stadium. You should get that one. That's quite cool. I think it was was that. Oh, was it? Oh, because there was there was a thing called Foco, whatever it was. Mhm. Um, that did that, but yeah. Oh, oh, I've seen it right now. I'm looking at it right now. Nice. Yeah. What's it about? It's a Man United Lego. It's a Man United, yeah. It's a Man United yeah. Lego. It's a, it's a, it'd be a brilliant present for Christmas. I can't lie about yeah. that for sure. Yeah, can't wait to Christmas. Yeah, are you looking forward to next year? Yeah, next year's gonna be quite fun. But it's gonna so, be, be really annoying because of GCSEs and everything. Oh fuck those GCSEs, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the first time I've sworn on this show. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jesus is annoying me. Mm. I don't even want. I don't even want to. I just wish there was. I, I I should just say that I wish there was nothing like that. Yeah, uh, more tests and more homework. Enough. Yeah. Um, like this year's been enough. Yeah. And then they just added more. It's quite annoying, to be honest. Like Miss, Qu- I mean, those math teachers like set loads of homework, though, don't they? Yeah, I know. Honestly, you see them in those cor- in those corridors at AVS, and they'll be like, <laughs> "Oh my god, yeah, give me a break!" Yeah. Sometimes I just purposely avoid walking through that corridor. Yeah. Because I don't want to see all that trauma. You know, there's Miss Haynes behind you <laughs> telling you to put your lanyards on. There's Miss Tyson in front of you telling you to take your coat off, you know. I know. That's hilarious. I know. Honestly, I mean, this this, this is school. 
It's the worst school. Oh no. <laughs> Maths test as soon as we get back as well. Brilliant yeah. way to start yeah. the year. Yeah. I might not be in set two next year, but um I think I'm probably gonna be in set two next year. But... I feel like you're gonna move up to be honest. Nah. I'm on the favourites to move up, but no, but all the girls on it. Some it'll be it'll be all girls. I'll 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 be lucky if I'm the only boy there, but I think it'll all be girls who are going to move. Yeah, I think because I think some people, some people got higher, high average scores than me. But if I got eighteen and sixteen on those two tests, I think I'm in. Cont- I, I'm with a chance. Mm. But um, I mean, if somebody got three, if some somebody got nine and three, no, they're definitely they're they're definitely they're definitely going down. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like there isn't a very high chance of people moving down and moving up in year eleven, unless you're yeah. like getting like outstanding scores, like a good fifteen and fifteen, or like above yeah. that, then you're not really gonna move up or move down. To be honest. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, honestly, I think I think I, I think I'll um probably stay in set two most likely. But if I move to set one, I've moved. If I don't, I don't. It's mm. end of. But yeah, I'm in set one English, and I don't feel like I fit in that class very well. Oh, I I to be honest, I really hate maths, English, and science. To be honest, I feel like they should. Mm. Given us more work to do with um, giving us a chance of having us like a stable income and stuff like that in the future. Because at the yeah. moment, like the stuff we learn about, like Pythagoras' theorem, I'm not going to use that, am I? Yeah. Put your, put your calculators out ready to learn. <laughs> oh, Miss Haynes is so, so, so annoying. <laughs> Honestly. But um, you know, get. I mean, she, she's okay. I mean, she's nice to me. You now I can't say she's horrible, but um, yeah, she does. She, she does chat a lot of shit. Yeah, let's, let's, let's face it. Mm. But um, I mean, honestly, Axel just. It's just funny because Axel just comes in with a hoodie all the time, <laughs> and, and like she's just like. Axel, take it off. I feel like um, the people in our class just deliberately try and piss her off because she does it. Yeah. But that's why everyone's late. It's why you see people rock up 20 minutes late every, yeah. every Friday. Because they're like, oh, it's Miss Haynes. I don't want to come in. Yeah. Like, normally you wrong. see me, I'm like one of the first people in. Not because yeah. I'm a nerd or anything, but it's <laughs> just it's just because I'm in school. I'm always, I always come in school at like 8.35. Mm. Hiding round the back, but um, <laughs> but um, yeah, drinking coffee. But um, honestly, I mean, it, I mean, ha- having like maths period five sometimes annoys me. I want, to, I always like it first thing in the morning. Oh, first thing in the morning is just bad time, bad time. Yeah, first I thing mean, in the morning on Friday as well. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Worst day of the week. Yeah. And also, like, on Wednesday as well. You know, on Wednesday, of course, there's thing. Yeah. On Wednesday, not Wednesday, there's... No, what am I saying now? So, you know when we have geography, 
on like Wednesdays and stuff. Uh-huh. Honestly, if there's one thing I hate about geography, it's learning about extreme weather, um formations of rivers, formations of spits, all of that. <laughs> formations of erosion. No, all, oh, I don't care about all of that. Yeah. But in my opinion, that part of geography, that part of geography has never been important to me. Yeah, I know, because, like, this, I thought geography would be more global, like, learning about, like, third world countries, but at the moment we're learning about rivers in Bristol. Bristol's fine. Bristol's okay. But I'm happy with Bristol. But um, I was I was happy learning about Bristol. But learning about extreme weather, I'm sorry, but that bores me. Yeah, it is quite interesting learning about, like, stuff like that. Yeah. To do with, like, erosion and, like... Soil erosion, like weather, oh, like as honestly, drives me drives me nuts. Mm. Honestly, sometimes I me I can't be bothered to um I can't be bothered to hear about all of that. I know. To be fair. I feel like they should be trying harder to give us um like um what's it called. <sighs> Give us, um, give us help, like finding like jobs or like giving us, um, you mm. know, helping us try and find some jobs in like the future. I mean, job jobs wise, I'm not sure um, what I want to do um, as a job, but um, it'll probably be something good. It'll be I want to do a good job. Mm. You know, I want the. You know, obviously I said I wanted to be like a train driver or something, <laughs> or like working or working TV. I mean, I could. It's possible I could do both. Yeah, true. I feel like mm. the train thing is actually quite in, more interesting than you think because mm. you actually, when you are like traveling by train, mm. like you could be going through like countryside, say for instance, and that mm. could be quite cool. Yeah, I mean, if things right, you think people think of it right. Being a bus driver is crap. Being a bus, you will, you don't want to be a bus driver, especially around here in rugby. You don't want to be a bus driver just driving around this boring town. <laughs> Honestly, Watford's because I know the area well because I know Hartford. Obviously, you know I know Hartford to you really well because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from there. But Watford and Rickmansworth are two very are very good at bus services. Hartford is very good at bus services. Mm-hmm. There are at least what thirty-five to forty buses a day mm. in that area, and here there's only what there's only what good like ten. Yeah, it's pretty poor. Oh no, it's pretty poor around here. But again, most people drive, isn't it? This town, the town that we live in, is uh, meant to be a quite you know like fun town because it is the place where. You know, rugby was made, but apart from that, it's pretty boring. Yeah, rugby's not lively. You know, you see this town. I've I've known the area for a very for ten years. I've seen it over and over again. It's not really that in that town centre. It's not really lively after half past five. Mm. There's no, it's like there's no activity going on. It just suddenly becomes a ghost town. Yeah, they should like try and like um, up the towns. You know. Like mm. liveliness, like add like more like football pitches and stuff, mm. for that where people will actually go and play or 
go do something. Yeah, I mean, where where I was listening, obviously back in Watford, um, there's all the shops there close at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. At seven, eight o'clock, which is which is good because um, gives people more of a time to shop. But where I, where I actually used to live, um, the shops used to close at like six o'clock. But but the restaurants and stuff made it lively. Uh huh. And honestly, um. Loads of people were just um, partying at the pubs. It was just mad. Mm-hmm. But I rarely go into pubs these days. Yes. I used to, but it's a very rare thing now. Yeah, most of the time when I go into pubs is to watch like an important game or something like that because it's more like lively in the pubs. Quite interesting. Mm. Yeah. I'm just looking forward. I'm just looking forward to going back down to Hertfordshire again. Because mm. I mean, it is my home county. I mean, the thing is though, with Warwick, with things like Warwickshire and stuff here, it's a bit, it's a bit of a crap county. Some of the service services and stuff. It's too ancient. It's too ancient because of because <laughs> the bloody Shakespeare was born yeah. over in Stratford upon Avon. Honestly, I prefer Northamptonshire to Warwickshire. It's yeah. Always been my preference. Warwickshire's quite a boring, pointless county, to be honest. You know, I've Googled, there's no Primark in this county at all. The thing is, to be honest, most, like, like back in, like, about five years ago, there was a bowling alley in, like, Junction 1. They got so I was, Yeah, it was, Charlie, Charlie was telling me about that. Yeah, I know. Like, there was no reason for it to be closed down. Like, there was a lot of people that went there all the time, so there was no financial issues. Mm. I thought it just got overrun by a different company. I'm just trying to look, look it up because, goodness gracious me, I mean, how could they close a bowling alley? I know, and they moved the location to somewhere in Birmingham or Coventry. Cove- it was Coventry. Yeah. It's 10... It's ten- I know this one. It's Tempin. It's near um. It's in the north of Coventry. It's near like you know Wolvesgrave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that area. I know. Like it was quite fun because like that was back when it was like when everyone was in like year three, year four, and it was quite fun for like kids' birthday parties and stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I mean. There's obviously a bowling Hollywood bowl up in Leicester. I've been to that a couple of yeah. times. But um honestly, I mean here the re here, the town isn't centre isn't good. But the retail park I think is the only good light about this town, I think. Honestly, I don't I mean I mean I know Debenham's are shut and so is that outfit shop as well. Yeah. But um I mean, the Junction 1 and uh, Thing and um, Elliot's Field are, are actually the only good things about this town. Other, everything else is... No. Yeah. Everything else, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. At least they've tried to make Elliot's Field and Junction 1, like, like better, because most of the shops there are quite modern. They're quite, like, quite new, so... Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's because um, it suits people's target audience and stuff. Mm. 
Honestly, and I mean, here, I mean, I know Frankie and Benny's was there and it shut, of course. I, I remember it was there, of course. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why they moved to Frankie and Benny's. Oh, yeah, it was because of COVID, isn't it? Because yeah. they were forced to shut. They were forced to shut. They were forced to shut quite a few because of the pandemic. Yeah. I hope yeah. they, like, build a better building there, to be honest. Mm. I mean, they're like things like Primark and stuff are, are very popular. And Primark, I, I don't ever see that company going out of business ever. Yeah. Like all the time, like you see people queue outside just to get into that that shop. And I'll be, I'll be honest, I was in Primark yesterday. Mm. Personally, I've probably been in Primark not even less, like probably less than ten times. To be honest, never. Mm. Yeah, I mean, to to be fair, I like TK Maxx, but because I was in Watford Town Centre, TK Maxx isn't in Watford Town Centre. It's on the other side, so I wasn't going to be able to walk or get a bus. And anyway, I wasn't, I didn't have as much time as I was hoping. Mm. And have you um, seen the Olympics recently? It's quite cool. Um, yeah, we're winning a lot of well, uh, Great Britain are winning a lot of medals. Yeah, quite interesting to see because most of the medals that we wouldn't have won like four, four to eight years ago were doing well. Mm. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, the Olympics are always brilliant, but it's not the same without people inside stadiums and stuff. Yeah. Honestly, that's why I always think it doesn't really feel like an Olympics and then a summer Olympic games to me. Mm. The best Olympics were way before like the Rio Olympics and the London Olympics. They were very, very, very interesting to see. Mm. Yeah, but have you seen what they've done after the Rio Olympics? No. Basically, all the venues and stuff are just, they're basically very desolate. They're very dirty and stuff they weren't looked after after the Olympics were over oh so they've just basically abandoned it yeah that's quite like like quite bad because they could if they like renovate it again they can use it for like helping um, you know like kids get out of gangs and poverty and stuff like that in the favelas Mm, I mean yeah it's like the London Olympics I know that area well as well. Strat the Stratford area, right? And I've been to the Olympic Park many times. But um, you know, when I go there, you know, it's really still good because the Olympic Stadium obviously is now West Ham Stadium and they still use these aquatic centre there and all that. And it's it's still very good. They they managed to the whole point of bringing that Olympics to London was up because after the games, they wanted to build houses, and they've been building houses ever since, and that's why it's a really lovely neighbourhood where where the Olympics was. Yeah, and plus, if you're gonna if you're gonna hold an Olympic games in that certain like country, it's gonna bring a lot of tourism to that area. But if you're mm. not, like you know like and like keep it like fresh then it's not gonna really hold that you know mm. I mean the Olympic Games 
is a brilliant is brilliant, but you know they need people need to start. People spend all this money putting this games together by building stadiums and some temporary venues and all that, and then sometimes in some countries they've let it go to waste. Mm. But um, at least now, at least now, at least hopefully after this Olympics, Tokyo won't let this one go to waste at all. Yeah, but I've 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 been looking up um like I've seen this thing recently and it was like homeless people in um Tokyo who live like close to like the Olympic like area. The Olympic Park. Yeah, they've been like kicked off site and they've had to remove somewhere and there's been like a lot of you know like uproar and like because of homeless people have been like basically stripped of where they were living before. Mm, I know that's that's just terrible. Mm. Definitely. Honestly, though, I mean, I, I mean, I love um the Olympics a, a lot, but people just—it's also designed to help to. It's also designed to help look after people as well. It's also help, like after the um Olympics and Paralympics are over, obviously. I think people should they should start converting the the athletes' village into the um. They should start converting it into uh, a what do you call it, into flats. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, honestly, if you, you people save a lot of money, people save a lot of money if you um. If they do that. Yeah. And yeah. it's quite like um quite horrible because people who compete in the Olympics they spend like millions and like hundreds of thousands of pounds to help them mm. become Olympians. But that when they like, go into Olympics, when they yeah. come at the end, they're basically almost homeless. Mm. You know, I mean, I I I subscribe to this YouTube channel right called the B on M, and I've been watching them for the last what four or five years. Mm-hmm. And basically, I'm a big fan of the construction projects and all that. And basically, what it was was that they were building, um, they were building like houses and stuff. I think it was in, I don't know where it was. Was it Canary Wharf or something like that? And they were like converting. They've con- no. What they've done is they've converted the docks. They've converted what was industrial docks to um, housing mm-hmm. and to London City Airport as well. That's what they did. That's good. Yeah, but they that was during the, um, what do you call it, during the 1980s because the docks basically closed and, um, and yeah. basically they started, they started building houses and office, office complexes. And honestly, I've, I still go to Canary Wharf today, and it's uh, it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite areas because, honestly, the work they've done over the years to make it a hub for, for finance finances and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, they what like um, the what like people should be doing for like the government and stuff is like trying to sort out like sustainable housing for like homeless people or affordable houses affordable yeah. housing even because at the moment like houses are going like like the prices of housing is 
just going up. Not yeah. Even the houses are going up. Mm. London, I've moved away. I moved away from Hertfordshire like 12 months ago because it's an expensive area to live in here. I might have lived there since 2013, but, I mean, it's a very expensive area. It's very expensive. And, uh, I mean, I came here because, obviously, Grandad lives here, and yeah. it's cheaper to... It's cheaper to live in, you know. If you if you're buying your average your average size house, so like a three bedroom, semi detached house, yeah. Basically, here it would cost maybe oh I don't know, two hundred sixty two seventy thousand two hundred seventy thousand pounds. Back back where I used to live in Hertfordshire, that would have probably cost four hundred and. Four hundred and fifty, maybe four fifty. Yeah, good half a million. Yeah, it's it's all because of like the price of land in like London and those areas are just going up in price. Yeah, I mean, I mean, also, I mean, it's because that's where a lot of things are. That's why they make it that ridiculously expensive, and then plus the weight, like weight on social housing, it varies by borough. Because honestly. London, London, you know, it's difficult to buy a house in London. Uh-huh. I'd definitely move back to London, and but I'd definitely move back to London, but I'd rather live somewhere which is nice and quiet. Yeah. I feel like living in London is probably very, like, hard to, like, live off unless you have a very, um, you know, um, good job because... That like the price of housing in London. If you're living in like central London, it's quite, quite expensive. It's noisy as well. Honestly, trust me. If you've, if you've ever been to central London, you should know that there's congestion charge, and you have to pay what, fifteen pounds an hour, just to drive your car through the centre, unless it's electric. Wow. Honestly, that's, that's why I don't like driving in that area. Mm. That's why I don't like drive. That's why you shouldn't drive in. That's why people shouldn't drive in London. You know, it's so like taking the train, the tube. Yeah, I mean, the train is my heart and soul. It's my best friend. Yeah. Let's, let's let's be honest on that one. But um, I mean, the train is always better than driving into London because I mean, because I mean, if you drive into London, you're you find yourself stuck in loads of road traffic. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I mean, there's so many um, public transport um, links in London. There's so many um, different modes of public transport. And um, I've been on, I think I've been on pretty much all of them. Yeah. I've, in the last year, I think I've been on pretty much all, I think I've been on, all of them, but to be fair, places like have you ever been to Croydon by any chance? No, I haven't. Yeah, but places like Croydon, it's very good because they've got, they've got the trams, just like Birmingham, they've got the trams down there. That's quite smart, to be honest. Yeah, and they go to like Wimbledon and they go to um, Beckenham Junction and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, the the whole the trams are just they're just brilliant. 
Yeah. Trams are just trams are just absolutely absolutely amazing because they get normally I just say they get you from A to B in a flash. They get you from A to B very quickly. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think we should start call this um part to the episode to an end. And then yes. and then we should carry on. Lewis is back, and welcome back to part two, where I'm still with Lewis. Shortly, we're meant to be joined by Nathan Harbrick and Diesel Binding, which will be good, won't it? Yeah, it'll be good. Well, it'll be, it'll be world class when we have him on. I mean, if Diesel does come on, it'll be good, but if he doesn't, then he doesn't, which is a shame, but yeah, see, he must be. He did say to me he was a bit busy anyway. Yeah. So it might, he might come on, he might not come on. Let's just see. Let's just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. But, yeah. Look, Are you looking forward to the start of the Premier League season next week? Yeah. I'm hoping that there'll be some good games. Hoping Arsenal can lose to Brentford. I mean, that'd be good. Yeah. I hope Arsenal get off to a very bad start. Like they did Arsenal were what, 15th at one stage. Yeah. And then they lost games. They lost, They threw away silly games like against the team called Burnley. Mm. I mean, Burnley's a bit rubbish. Yeah, I feel like Arsenal just need to spend some money on getting some better players, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, to be honest with you, Arsenal are... Arsenal were a good side, right? They were always with Man United and stuff. They were always in the top four. And then, like I said before, you know, they fell away. Yeah. They fell away. Liverpool revived under Jurgen Klopp, you know. They... And here is our guest. Here's our other guest uh, joining us. It's Mr. Nathan Hardwick. Hello. Hello. How have you been? I'm been great. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm enjoying. Bad. I'm enjoying this miserable half term. That's that's class, man. Yeah, been a bit boring, but you know, we can we move, we move. Yeah, exactly. So, so obviously, as you know, this is episode two, isn't it? Yep. Correct. Episode two, and then next, next one after this will come out on Monday again. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who, I don't know who I'm going to be getting onto the show. I don't know yet. Is this Diesel interest? Or... He's not. For some reason, he's not replying. Yeah. Oh, Nathan's gone. <laughs> don't know what happened there. But um, as you were saying, some grow about thingy. Well, I disconnected there. Oh. Sungra will be saying about um, the Premier League. Yeah, we were just saying that uh, maybe Arsenal need to spend some money and maybe they might they might get a bit further. Yeah. Um, the thing is with Arsenal, right, is that, like, 
date. I think it's a case of panic buying, if you get what I mean. So, yeah. Ben White is not like a 50 million player, or however they spent on him. They spent a lot on him, though. But he's not. He was 50. He was 50. Yeah, I feel like um, Arsenal just rely on academy players. Exactly. Like these players who, okay, did well at a lower club who improved on a bigger club, if you get what I mean, or, or not proved mm. on a bigger stage. And that's a recipe for disaster, especially for a team who's supposed to work to be into it, like a Champions League spot. Mm. So, for sure. That's the problem with Arsenal. I mean, if you look at if you look at Leicester City and stuff, Leicester don't spend as much money as Arsenal yet. They can, for two years in a row, can finish above them. Exactly, but the point in that is it is like Leicester don't spend nowhere near as much money as Arsenal. If you understand what I mean, mm-hmm. Arsenal's perhaps a young England player how have like one good year. Arsenal would just. Then a solid fifty mil on them. Who you never know. They could just be a one season one if you get if you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah of course. You know, I mean, to be fair, they've they used to be a good side. They used to be kind of lost their status. If you know, oh, like, you know what I mean. Mm. And also, other teams like Man City have spent hundreds of millions. Like the past couple of seasons in the Premier League, I've just not that even or even got to a Champions League semi-finals. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's the same. I could say the same with Paris Saint-Germain as well. Mm. PSG were always PSG are always spending loads of money. They spent 198 million pounds Neymar, mm. and they still didn't. They still didn't win the Champions League. Well, if they get messy, then that's like one step, one step further to win. Um, Mbappe, who was a very good purchase, came from yeah. Monaco. Yeah, yeah. He was a good, he was a good one. But they choke every time they get close. So yeah, that's tough. Uh, Neymar can't. No offense to Neymar, I just don't think he can be a best player on the team. Yeah, mm. I agree. Yeah, best player on the team. He can't. He's prime. In high pressure situations, he just ain't very good. No, not at all. He was good when he plays for Barcelona. Both yeah, times. but that's where you have Messi and Suarez in front of you. Yeah. Well, he, he has a 21 year old Mbappe. Young, less experienced, but if you go on, if you know what I mean, even mm. though 21 has been in the World Cup final, but <laughs> young players, different decisions, so exactly. So, mm. yeah, so is Mbappe actually 21? Around there, he's 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 what year is he born? I think he's 23, I think he's 22, 22. No, yeah, sorry, 22, yeah. And he's already won a World Cup. Mm-hmm. Well, you won it when he was 19, I think. Yeah. That's quite... I think... I'm pretty sure he's the youngest player to ever win a World Cup. 
Yeah, I think he was. Mm. It's him then Pele, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he, he's won he's won three Liga titles with Paris Saint Germain, so it's the French League. Uh he's won three French Cups. Uh he's won two um French League Cups and he's won two French Super Cups as well as being a Champions League runner up. He's enjoying the podcast. Are you trying to get Diesel on? Yeah, he's just oh, he's on Xbox right now, and he just told me that he's going out, so oh. not he won't be joining the podcast. That's a shame. Uh, we do apologise to our viewers. Um, we were meant to have Diesel binding on, but sadly, he was unavailable. So we were unlucky. Let's just say we were unlucky. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said. I think he said yesterday, if I like remember correctly, that he's going to this like netball tournament thing because his mum like has to go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he told me. He told me about that one. Yeah, he told me about that one. So yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's fine. That's all right. Yeah, Nathan, he's probably disconnected or his phones ran out. So yeah, us two for now, Sangra. Oh yeah, and I mean next next. Oh, in September. Sorry, my bad. Oh. Yeah, my internet's playing up right now. <laughs> what? Do you have Sky Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, honestly, drives me nuts. I'm lucky I don't have. I'm lucky I don't have it there. Honestly. Talk talk Wi Fi is bad as well. Oh, oh talk, that's talk. the worst. Talk talk is is utter rubbish, man. When you get to Virgin Media, then it starts getting good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you get BT, BT's BT is good. good. Yeah. yeah, BT is best. And EE. E. Terrible. E is like, I've got EE Wi Fi at home. It's it's actually quite good. I think we used to have it, but. Yeah. Sky. Yeah. Yeah, EU was alright. <laughs> Sungrai, who's your prediction on who's winning the who's going to be the top five state in the Premier League next season? As who's going to be the top five? Yeah. Well, maybe let's say top four, shall we? Yeah, and you know. Wait, wait, wait. So, yeah. What are your um, top four predictions on the Premier League? Um, okay, team? I'll say top five, top five. Um, if I was to start it off, I'd say my team will win the league. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man United will, it's either, Man will, def- will definitely be in the top four for a third year in a row. But I think we, we will, let's say Man United on top, City second, mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea third if they get Lukaku, Liverpool fourth. Okay, my mine's a bit different. So first I have City. Second I have Liverpool. Yeah. Third I have Leicester. Oh fourth I have Chelsea and fifth I have United. I don't think I don't think we'll be fifth. I don't think we'll I don't think we'll miss. I don't think we'll miss out on top. Who the hell is that in the background? Uh, hold on, guys. 
<laughs> I don't think Ollie Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer can be like the he can't lead a team. I don't think he's the best manager in the world. I don't think no, he can. he's not. He's not. He's obviously he's not. You know, he he's can't. Not. He can't lead a team to a trophy. I don't think he can. Two finals and he's bottled it. Okay, I my predictions yeah. are for the top four. I'm saying Liverpool are winning the league, and I've got a, a like an answer for that because Van Dijk and Canate are play, playing next season. I think Liverpool have got a better chance of winning the title. So I'm yeah. saying Liverpool, then Man City, then Man United, and then I'll probably say Chelsea. So that so that's basically the same order as 2019-20 because it went yeah. Liverpool, Man City. Liverpool finished on 99 points, I think it was. Man City on 81. And that's and my team and Chelsea were both on 66, but we finished third because we're the our golden so it's either I'm gonna say it's Man United third or Chelsea fourth. Yeah. I think I don't think United are gonna go top four. Ollie's gonna get sacked this year. Watch, um, calling it. I feel like Ollie has made some like good um, transfers. To be honest. Yeah, I can't. He's, I think if I look at go back to the mess of 2018-19. Go back to the mess of 2013-14. I think the club wasn't... I don't think we knew where our future was. Our futures weren't aligned. You know, We didn't know what our future was going to be. Were we going to be in the top four again after that horror season with Moyes? Or were we just going to start flirting with the top four and always being in the Europa League places? I didn't know what was actually going to happen at that time. Sorry. But I personally think that uh, Man United are probably going to be on form this season, seeing as they're signing Jaden Sancho. Yeah. And I mean, People... the fans as well. You can sign the players all over you want, like, but if your team doesn't gel together, which I don't think they will, I don't think it's going to work because they're either going to have to push Mar- Martial. Greenwood out wrote like out of the mm. eleven, which you need to start giving Greenwood <clears throat> starting minute like starting minutes these days because he's twenty. They have him down as a wonder kid. You need to like let him develop in the first team and make a first team role because I think he can be better than Rashford. Yeah, Martial is a good player, but personally, I think that Greenwood's a lot better. And I feel like Marshall will be on his way out, and then Greenwood will fill his spot. I don't think Marshall uh, fit for the Premier League. I don't think mm. he's been at the club right for six years. I remember him signing him up. Um, he's just so inconsistent. That's the problem with him. Yeah, yeah. He's lazy as well. But one game he could score. He could score a couple, assist a few, but next game he's dry. He's done nothing. Yeah, I mean. I mean, to be fair, injuries have contributed to that, of course. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we don't think next year we're going to need a striker because Cavani is going to go after it at the end of this season. So, I think I, I, my team are after a striker, really. I feel like if you can try and get Rashford into that striking role, I feel like he can lead your team quite far. Because at the moment, Ollie's trying to make Rashford more of a winger, but I don't feel like he's 
made for that role. Yeah, but you know, obviously Rashford will be Rashford won't be in the game in the first few games, but um, because he's had the shoulder operation. But yeah, I think if you have Edinson Cavani, if you have Edinson Cavani up front, and then um. Either way, if you're starting Cavani, you're pushing Martial and Greenwood out of the kind of like starting minute, if you get what I mean. Like starting rotation, if you get understand what I mean. Because if you're starting Greenwood, Rashford, then Cavani, then obviously someone's going to have to be left out. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't think Martial's going to take behind the bench all year. Yeah, no, you've got a point. You've got. Yeah. Martial's gonna want to leave or something. That's gonna cause yeah. backroom, like locker room, spit ups. If you know what I mean, that could yeah. potentially happen. Yeah, but I it's... just think you know, it's just gonna flop. Ollie's gonna get sacked. I feel like I don't. I think we're like underestimating Man United because. From what I've seen in Euros, Luke Shaw's on his prime. Uh, Jaden mm. Sancho hasn't really shown what he can do. Rashford's been okay, so I don't, I don't really like feel like there hasn't been enough. Of uh, every time United have gotten to a final, the mm. I just don't think you can put that team into a, a kind of. A decisive game which they need to win because they'll end up choking. To be honest, realistically, the next season, Man United isn't going to uh, fight for the top three at all. Mm. I feel like they're fighting for top four, top five. Hope they might perform, they might not. It's not. It's like a fifty-fifty. I'm going with yeah. this. You got to remember. You got also remember that we've got games again. We've got some tough games, right? We've got. In a row, we've got Leicester, Liverpool, Tottenham, Manchester City in a row. And Chelsea and Arsenal back-to-back as well. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think that'll be... That'll be any... You know, Ole's record, record against Arsenal and Liverpool, I feel like he has a fear of those clubs because he literally doesn't... Perform, he literally... Ole's only got one win against each. Both of them were in the FA Cup. Isn't one against but either of them in the league yet. Actually, to be honest, thinking about it, I feel like Man City team isn't going to be in the top either because seeing as Sergio's gone to Barcelona, I feel That's like um, filling in with Gabriel Jesus, he is, he he hasn't really been a very good striker for Man City. No. That's a good point. Who's signed? Has performed, but not, he's, not, he's very inconsistent. They, I feel like Sterling is the exact same as well. Yeah. Before the Euros, I was just... What is Sterling? He's not... A, I was saying he's not as good as he used to be. I think... And plus Leicester, they have a good manager. Brendan Rodgers. Vardy always starts off really well in the season. He drops off towards the end. Yeah. I just think this season they're going to be able to stabilise and keep... I think soon that Vardy's going to be on his way out. To be honest, he's he's got to that age where he's basically done all he can do for Leicester. He's, he's thirty-four. 
yeah, I feel like these are the seasons where it's just ticking down to the end of his career. Yeah, I mean... He has to drop off eventually. It's just yeah. about when. I think he's got a few seasons of... Yeah. Two, two seasons of top-level football. Then he'll drop yeah. off. I'd say at least give it a good two, three seasons and he'll probably be useless to Leicester. Yeah, Jamie Vardy remember, came from Fleetwood in, tw- in 2012. And, he's, mm. and um, he helped Leicester win promotion to the Premier League as the championship winning years ago. But, um, I mean, he's still a really good player. He's still a good player. He's still going strong each season, you know. He's still scoring. Exactly. If Madison looks like he's staying, so... I've got that kind of midfield playmaker. You got the anchor and Teal Teal um Tealmans. Mm. He was yeah. there as well, so to and got the ceiling. Michael as well. Like, he performed very well in the New York. Exactly. It's a hungry team, so I think yeah. they're not too cocky, they know what they can do, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You see, and also how Lester um, I was saying on the podcast earlier in the episode that um you know, Leicester City won the FA Cup and the Community Shield on Saturday and back in May. And it just shows you don't need all that money to win trophies. Leicester City upset Chelsea in the FA Cup. Mm. And they upset Man City in the Community Shield. But people think it's an upset when it's not. Yeah. It's far from an upset. They can do that. They beat it. They can, they can hang with them top clubs, in my opinion. But here's what was the problem with Leicester last season. It was that it was just like Everton, it's just like Everton, it's just like Man United. It was home form. This was just so inconsistent as well. Leicester lost Leicester threw away points. They look they threw away points to teams like Fulham. They they lost to Fulham, they lost to um Everton at home, they lost to um who else? Newcastle. And they lost to Spurs as well. And they lost Leeds. That's so there's a lot of points to run. Spurs. Spurs. If they can if they can figure out this inconsistency, yeah. then it could be a team to watch out for. Spurs yeah. have some like okay players, I guess. But like, they have Shin Mr. They are okay. There's like hopeful players in the team, but I feel like they just need to sort out like a a manager that can stay with the team, as well as figure out transfers that should come into the squad as well. I know I feel like they could be a a team that could finish at least top six. Yeah, because Tottenham disappointed everyone last season. They finished seventh. They finished in seventh place and. Nuno's coming from Wolves. He's going to try and try and hopefully lead Spurs back into the top four and back into maybe the Europa League. But Tottenham Hotspur have got have got to rebuild. Tottenham and Arsenal have have to rebuild their squads because. Like with Spurs, the future of Harry Kane's uncertain. Is he going to go to City? Or he'll probably have to stay at Tottenham. So you, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, really, do we? Yeah. 
I know the interest in Lautaro Martinez from Inter Milan. Yeah. So I already think about Harry Kane replacement. Mm. So I think he is going to leave. Yeah, but Harry Kane won't get the same things that Tottenham fans gave him that um, compared to what City fans will give him. Mm. That's what I always think about. Those because he's local, you know, and I know the area well. I've been past the stadium many times. You know, he comes from he comes from East Northeast London, and it's all those people love Harry Kane there, and I don't think the people up in Manchester will really like Harry Kane as much, honestly. I feel like anything could happen in the um, the top three fight next season because seeing as fans are being able to be let back into systems, I feel like the games are going to be more interesting. Anything, yeah. to be honest. Like, to be honest, <laughs> especially what happened between Lille and PSG in the fight for the, you know, the win, like the... The league title. Yeah, exactly. Who do you think's going down? Relegated. What, in the Premier League? Yeah. Oh. I hope my Brentford don't go down. I'm saying Norwich. Um, Wait, what teams are going up? What teams are being promoted what, this season? Um, Brentford, Brentford. Bren- yeah, Brentford, Norwich and Watford, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So you think all three promote? Do you think it'll be all three promoted clubs go down? Um, I feel like Watford might just get out of relegation, but apart from that, I feel like the clubs will go back down. Yeah, Brentford, good old Brentford. You know, we're just a bus stop in Alnsley. That's how I've got Norwich, Southampton, and Charles Southampton. Mm-hmm. And Crystal Palace, in my opinion. I'm saying Bournemouth. Bournemouth? Um, Bournemouth. Norwich and Brentford. Bournemouth, Bournemouth. in the Prem. Bournemouth are back in the Championship. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've got, I've got uh, um, Norwich, Southampton and Crystal Palace. Yeah, I'll I think say- Norwich. I think um, Watford. And Crystal Palace, no, oh, Watford, and calling me now. Brentford oh, will stay oh, up. You can have to bear with me. You talk amongst yourselves like five minutes on the back. Yeah. So um, I think that um, other seat, other like leagues such as the Bundesliga and the La Liga will be better, like be better to watch because they'll have better games, like seen as. Atletico Madrid won the La Liga last season. I feel like the bar. Oh yeah, they don't. They won't have Messi anymore as well. So it'll be a bit more competitive. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Barcelona. It'll be all eyes on Sergio Aguero to try and perform in the La Liga next season. But he will. He will. That's like yeah, he next season it'll probably be the, who's better as a striker, um, Luis Suarez or Sergio Aguero. Mm. Luis Suarez played very well last season. I think he led Atletico Madrid to win the league. Yeah. Yeah, I think. What are your predictions on the Bundesliga as well? 
I think it was Bayern's league in it, so yeah. And now they don't have Sancho. Um, Dortmund don't have Sancho. Yeah, we'll see what Haaland can do. But in the top three next. Least, he's at but yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, over um, Leipzig form like they did last season because Leipzig. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to check out. I need to quickly... I need to go do something, so... Good talking with you. Tell yeah. Sungrai I said thank you. Yeah, OK. okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll try and put the podcast to them when Sungrai comes back. So we'll yeah. probably five minutes. So see you in a bit, Nathan. In a bit, man. See ya. Well, that is it from the Talk Anything podcast. Sorry it was cut short, literally. I was um, forced to wash the dishes, so we'll round it off there. But um, I'd like to thank Lewis Lewandowski for coming on, and Nathan Harwick, two absolute legends. And it was brilliant to have a chat with them. And we will see you for the third episode next Monday. Until then, you take care. Have a good, yourselves a good week. Bye-bye.